0: All the best throwbacks float at e Peter Cash is my name. Megan Cody with me. And uh, we are in the presence of greatness right yes, now. Yes, we are. Uh, hip-hop legend DMC of Run DMC in the building. Yes. Uh, wait, I, I, He's got more. There's more. There's more. There's <laughs> author. There's... there's uh, well, you got author. You got musician. You got... Uh, man he's gonna be everything
1: having... except legend I don't think I'm a legend oh you're, yes. you're legend. a legend you're jack
0: of all trades I was reading up on you a ton no, no,
1: no. I don't think I'm a legend though uh, really Grandmaster Kaz Melly Mel <laughs> humble okay too. Humble, Kumo humble cool. I Kumo lo- D I love the humble yes.
0: I, lo- I love that
1: Funky 4 plus 1 okay. those are legends okay okay you know the, the, the thing that you know when I speak to kids or when I speak at colleges or whatever, I always thought, Run DMC really didn't do nothing. And, and that'll start a whole debate. Man, first to go, go for, you know, all the yeah, stuff that yeah. you said. But what we really did was what I said on Adidas. We took the beat from the street and put it on TV. That's what That was Run DMC's role in hip-hop. Right. Because everything that we are was already. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was just, you know... The 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 the, the hip hop gods. Waited for, wait till running D put this record out. We'll make them be the guys to go crash down those walls, you know, for MTV and concerts and movies and sneaker deals. So All right. All right. That's Naked that's why deals. I'm humble because I, I tell you every day I didn't really do nothing. <laughs> we took the beat from the street and put it on TV. Yeah. Okay. okay. But because we did that, people consider us the legend. Well, I,
0: I personally consider you a legend. I know yeah. Megan does yeah. as well. well uh, you, you're in town for the Gentleman's Expo. Uh, you're going to be performing on Saturday. Yeah. Right? Right. it's gonna be crazy yeah for sure 100%. Yeah. for gentlemen
1: and women yes, yes. I
0: was gonna say yes. I've never I been don't... this my first year and I'm gonna be there oh cool we're both so going. You're really gonna
1: love it yes yes, yes I
0: will so, <laughs> is there is there what's the ratio is it is it more uh, way more men than women there's gonna be uh, <laughs> She's happy about that. That's 30, what I want. Seventy thirty. <laughs> Seventy thirty. You think? <laughs> okay, good. But good. you're but you're in Toronto early though. Are you like gonna be taking in some sights? Are you in Toronto? No, Came often. here
1: to speak to y'all guys. Okay. Well, hey,
0: Hey, hey Thank he you. He came yes. early for us. Yes, just for like you. I'm loving like this. That, Peter and Megan. I'm loving yeah. this. Uh, so we're doing the hot five at night countdown. This is yes. what we're do. Uh yes. We're basically playing your your favorite throwbacks. Right. And do you start with number five? Can, yeah. And we go, go backwards. S- that's right. Yeah. We're gonna start with number okay. five here. And we're gonna start with the legendary run. DMC, so you can introduce that song for us.
1: This song right here, number five, no job, all the way live. Run DMC hooked up with Aerosmith and told the world to walk this way. I love the Aerosmith shirt you're wearing right now too. I didn't do that on purpose.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Song number five on the Hot 5 at 9 countdown, Walk This Way. We got the legendary DMC of Run DMC in the house. I'm going to keep saying legendary. place to
1: be. DMC in a place to be. The place to be is Flow 93.5. Yes, is. I'm loving that. That's okay. why I'm here.
0: I have a question right now. Yes. Um, this year seems to be the year of the movie. Everybody's coming with movies. Of course, and yes. straight out of Compton. Right. Uh, biopics, uh, right. if you will. Um, so, people are constantly debating who they would like to see create
1: what the next biopic. M- what and come next? I'm
0: sure Run DMC, uh, I'm sure you've been asked that a lot, and correct me right. if I'm wrong, but I read that you personally would not be interested in doing a movie, but I read right. maybe... Um, maybe a Broadway musical yes, step, of your life?
1: Yeah, I'm, um, um, wow. artistically, not creatively or commercially, artistically, artistically, I'm always thinking of some grander things to do for hip-hop because, you know, in the past couple of years, you know, people don't realize hip-hop didn't just create rappers. Yeah. Now, that being said, you know, when people was rhyming over James Brown and and jazz beats and, you know, West Coast was rhyming over funk beat, Run DMC, we was just um, creative enough to say, yeah, let's do something people ain't doing and rap over the rock. Now, that being said, the reason why I say I wouldn't want to do a Run DMC movie right now is because about... Well, no, longer than that. About 10 years ago. How old am I now? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no. Oh, well, um, put it like this. In, in 2000, in two thousand, fifteen years ago, yeah. I found out that I was adopted. And I didn't know that my wow. whole life. And wow. that was a life-changing, traumatic revelation. It was major. So, yeah, like crazy, crazy. Because I thought the story, I thought my story began in Hollis, Queens, New York. Christmas time and Hollis, Queens. Yes, that's that. My story didn't begin there. I found out that I was adopted. Um, My birth mother gave me up for adoption. Bifon and Banner came and took me. Um, I found out that I was born in Harlem. Um, My birth mother was in Staten Island. I got two brothers and sisters. Now, that being said people know the DMC story what me and Runnin' and Dead and Russell and under Def Jam and cool, cool, cool. The most important story that I could tell is about the decisions made by people to allow such a monumental thing as Run DMC to happen. It was my destiny to be that third member of Run DMC. Yes. If my birth mother never gave me up and my adoptive family never adopted me, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Wow. Exactly. So I yeah. always like to do things that's bigger than me artistically. No, you know I like that. Saying? You're
0: paving the way. You're paving the way. This is yeah. it's different. It's and, different. And
1: it gives it gives a chance for um hip hop to be um looked at in a more universal Fashioned by people outside of the industry now, musically and creatively, in my generation, when you said hip hop, even adults and educators would go, "Oh, can't wait to hear it!" Wonder what's gonna—it's gonna gonna be Daylight, it's gonna be Run, is you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, when you say hip hop, they're associated with negativity. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cuss words, the B word, um, everything on the 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 most. promoted music is violent, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of Africa Bamba and Zulu Nation, when they made Planet Rock, Africa Bamba and Zulu Nation was the biggest street gang in New York City, and when I tell young gangbangers that, they go, what? <laughs> they thought it was just some old school grandfather stuff. They was the biggest street gang in New York City, but none of their records said we sell more weed than you, who we shot last night, how many girls we slept with. So that was visionary, so that being said, um. People say, y'all kind of already did a movie I did, Crush Groove, which was semi-autobiographical. Is that the way to say it? Yeah, that was perfect. that's really yeah. good. That it was, was good. semi, you know, me and Ron got together. We made a hit record. People know that story. For me, if I'm going to still be in so-called this industry and game, I got to be a, model, a little more um, innovative and creative at my storytelling. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just tell the DMC hip-hop to how I became King of Rock. What allowed me to be the King of Rock? Because think about it like this. My birth mother had a choice to give me up or abort me. And when I met her, I said these words. I said... No, she said to me, I know you're dying to um, know why I gave you up. And I was, shoot, lady, that's an understatement. <laughs> she said these words to me. She said, I gave you up to give you a chance. And I was like, well, lady, you gave me one hell of a chance. Because I would have never met Ron. I would have never met Jay. None of this stuff Well, that's down. what this
0: story then, it'll help people. It's not the same old uh, story of how everything. we came together and how we got big right. and all the bling and of it all. It'll like help people can relate.
1: Scarface, Scarface said for another biopic to come now, that's biopic and hip hop is always about doing so you know, man yeah. They got the first biopic. I'm going to get the first dopest hip-hop play ever. Yes. But, and my play is going to be a little more than just a hip-hop story. The rock and roll music that influenced me as a kid. What was happening in the 60s and 70s That's around that be time? Yeah. You yeah. know, one thing we got to tell with our music about what's going on and what's what's going around in these surroundings. And I think that'll be an interesting story to tell. If I had to see another biopic right now, I would love to see the biopic of... Um, um, probably hmm Grandmaster flash in the first all right. five okay or all, right. all, all the old school guys collective, nobody yeah. people go we know. We know y'all didn't start it, but it started with y'all. Yeah, Runnin yeah. It that's, what we, that's what we think. Did. We need I mean? to know. I mean, there was one movie that showed those dudes at that time, the Wild Style pick. Right. You know what I'm saying? There was Beat Tree, but one of the greatest hip hop movie ever was Wild Style with Busy B, Cold Crush, but it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to know more about these guys. It's almost like, you know, you got a jazz guy, you know, um, you know, the, the Win- Winford and Branford Marcellus. Mm hmm. It's almost like them being as great as they are and not knowing anything about Miles Davis. That's how hip-hop is right, right. now. You know, if, if if David Grove from the Foo Fighters is sitting doing an interview, right, and Tom Petty walks by, David's going to say, stop, wait. Yo, Tom, come in here. Take the seat. And hip-hop doesn't do that. Hip-hop will say, yo, we love Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. But, but I'm going to keep the seat. And, no, yeah. and then those fans won't know who the hell is Big Daddy Gang and yeah. stuff like that. So I want to tell stories about the people in my culture that I just happen to be one of. Wow. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Uh, okay, let me get you to introduce song number four for me
0: on the countdown oh, tonight. Oh, this
1: is a funny story. I remember, I'm DMC. Speaking yeah. of being a legend and icon. <laughs> so, you know, we running around New York doing the King of Rock thing. You yeah. know, we run DMC. is. is up there on the map or whatever. I pull up in front of this club and Biz is always one of my greatest best friends ever. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So he comes, knocks on my door, I roll the window, get get in. So he gets in the backseat of my Cadillac. I had, um two 18-inch woofers behind the back seat nice. so he knew I had this system. Yo, D, you gotta play my new record. And I put this record in a cassette tape. I pushed it into my cassette deck in my car and that thing said, you, you got what I need. And that beat dropped. Yeah. And I said, yo, this is a hit. And on time, he'll never forget that. I said, yo, I'm jealous. I wish I would have made that. And he dropped this record just a friend. And he'll never forget. Yo, when I first played the DMC fresh off the studio, DMC said it was gonna be a hit. Perfect. Man. I I'm That's probably like the best
0: song intro I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Like, I got nothing yeah. to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so song number four, Biz he "Just a Friend." That's uh, a great, great song. Huge record. Uh, we have the legendary DMC in the house yes, from Run DMC, do. co-hosting the Hot Five at Night Countdown with us. Uh, I have this in my hand. It's a, a little comic book uh, yeah, yeah, it's flyer, a
1: postcard flyer. Uh,
0: so, when did you get into comic books? You're you're writing comic books now, or, yes, well, or well, well, graphic I, I'm novels? Publishing yeah. graphic
1: novel slash comic books. Um, Before hip-hop came over the bridge, it changed my life. Okay. This was my existence. It was school... And it was comic books. That's all I did. Go to school. I was one of those kids. I love the first day of school, new pencil sharpeners, new lunchbox. All I, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. You know <laughs> a, a fresh new book feels. Yeah, oh, I still love it. With that a new feelings. pen. So I, I was one of those kids that loved that feeling and stuff like that. I and mean, I went to Catholic school my whole life too. I went
0: to Catholic school. Yeah, so oh, okay. I I had to wear the
1: uniform. So it was kind of like, you know, kind of um horrible being a kid that went to Catholic school in the hood because you wore a uniform you got picked on the (laughs) and I wore glasses so four (laughs) eyes upside my head could you see that you know (laughs) so you know being a kid at that time and even now I understand bullying I go speak to kids and they go DMC you don't look like you get bullied not now (laughs) that's why it's such a good story though you don't expect it but um, comic books was my release as a kid you know Marvel comic books take me to that world and another thing comic books did it helped me with my education because I was reading right and Marvel was dope because it was really New York City Mm -hmm. Uh, DC was cool Gotham and Metropolis and, you know, Batman, Superman, Justice League. But Marvel was really in New York. So it was like superheroes was running around New York. So I was learning a lot from Marvel comic books as a kid. You know, in school, you learn about the planets. Yeah, Silver Surfer would take you there. <laughs> in school, you learn about World War II and Hitler. Captain America would take you there. So that was the good thing about that. So make a long story short, I'm in this world of comic books. It's, they got superheroes running around New York. This thing called hip-hop comes over the bridge. Oh, shoot. Superheroes really running around. Because the break and the DJs and the MCs, the way they look, the moves, it was all of this coming to life. So coming up, it was hip-hop, comic books, and kung fu movies. Yeah. Bruce Lee's a legend. Yeah, like, yeah. Bruce Lee's the most hip-hop, hip-hop person ever. <laughs> so when it was time for me to get on the record or run, he came over my house one day to play basketball. He found my co- he saw I was comic book head. He saw I could draw. He saw I was getting good grades in school, but then he saw all these rhymes that I was writing, and I was good at creating because comic books allow me to write. Right. So he looked at me in ninth grade and was like, "Yo, D, when Russell lets me make a record, I'm putting you in my group." So my name time there, D, write around about this, okay? you know I became the devastating mic controlling DMC yeah. the king of rock the his son of Bifred was just like Thor going son of Odin but, you know so <laughs> all people going back to my rhymes now knowing yo D you was writing a comic book yeah and that's, that's what amazing. it was. But comic books, the long story short, comic books was my inspiration and it was also my courage. Right. And allowed me to be create, creative. So, a couple of, a year, about a year ago, I went to have a music meeting up at Atlantic Records with Riggs Morales, mm-hmm. who was Eminem's right hand man for Shady Records through that successful domination of the universe. And yeah. I walked up there, it was supposed to be about me, music. He just said what you just said. He was like, yo, Dave. I'm supposed to keep it real professional right now but I gotta I gotta fan out right now you're a legend you're yeah. DMC he said what was it like when you was a kid and I just said well I went to college school and I read comic books and when I said the word comic books this light came on and it's like he started glowing like he turned into an angel and we sat there about two for two 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 hours and we talked comic books and he was like yo D you ever think about doing a comic book and I was like no not really because I don't want to be another rapper just because I was successful in hip hop trying to go outside of my lane or whatever yeah. But then he basically said, Yo, you can do a comic you could do with comic books what you did with your music all these years. I was like, yeah, oh, wow. I never thought about that. Inspire, motivate, create, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The same thing I did on a microphone. I could do with a comic book, but what's good about the comic books, young people, especially the young people, they'll start reading, but they get to hold it in their hand and they get to live with it and they get to use their imagination with it. My career was me telling about how powerful I am, but with a comic book, I could expose them to ideas, images, and concepts that will be useful into making them productive individuals sort of like what I already did with my records. And you know in an saying?
0: entertaining way as well. Yeah. To right, To keep exactly. their attention. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's and great. The, and
1: that's why I decided to do the comic books, because I was a comic book geek mm-hmm. before I got on the microphone to be DMC, the King of Rock. Crazy. Uh, we're going to get you to introduce song number three for us tonight. Yeah, this song is crazy, too, because I remember Run DMC was on tour with Onyx. Yep. Big shout-out to Honest yep. and yep. Master J.J.M.J. Records. And I remember um, Sticky Fingers came with this big boombox. Um, we was leaving to go away. We was at the studio. We was on our way to the airport. Sticky came with this big boombox. And he put it down, and he pushed play, and he said, yo, y'all got to listen to this record. And that thing said, cash rules, money, bring around me, quit yes. and get the money, dollar, <laughs> dollar, dollar billion, billion, when it huh?
0: dropped. <laughs>
1: And, and for that time period, too, it was almost like you always get a saving grace when hip-hop starts to get too commercial. Mm-hmm. And the Wu Tang was the, cr- the crew to reel it, reel it back in. But what was this is a spectacular example of a hip hop song that is street, mm-hmm. but done creatively. Right? You know what I'm saying? They ain't have to use no profanity. They ain't have to do no bloodshed. The stories were so vivid, but the beat and the flows like this station 93.5 the flow mm-hmm. flow 90 yeah yo <laughs> it was just crazy it was the perf for that era it was perfect people didn't know where hip-hop was going nah this is the real stuff right here all and right this tell us what cream. it is <laughs> cash rules everything around me cream get the money dollar, 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 dollar bill you <laughs> i love what mefter did <laughs>
0: Song number three right there Uh, Wu-Tang, Kareem So, uh Man, we got the legendary DMC in the house Mm Co-hosting the Hot mm -hmm. 5 at 9 Uh what do you think of the new hip-hop right now? What do you think of, like, the Drakes mm-hmm. and the Futures and the, you know, the, it's, the Yeezys you know what, and the...
1: People complain about the crappy hip-hop. Right. But there's such a good diversity of hip-hop out there from Drake mm-hmm. to Future, which 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 allows you to put the trap rap... I don't know, i got to ask my yeah. son. Some yeah. It's called trap. <laughs> the trap rap stuff, you know, into perspective. Yeah, And one thing people got to understand... Each generation is going to have its party music. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I can never critique another person's creativity. It's what they do. Mm -hmm. What I do say to a lot of people that come up to me "Oh, DMC, listen to my record. And and I tell my older folks, it's not that you don't understand a lot of this generation's young music. Mm -hmm. The problem is this. When we were younger, we expected more. And, and that's it. Right, right now, you could hear a record, two, four, six, eight, who do you appreciate? And a <laughs> yeah. could go, two, four, six, eight, who do you appreciate? And a beat could go, and then the guy could get on and not say nothing, yeah. and it's good for that moment, but then those other kids go see how easy that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they do it. So now you got a thousand guys doing the same thing over and over, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Back in my generation, even DFC. Chuck said in our generation, we were young. Typical MC was 12 to 25 years old. Yeah. You know, we were young guys, and. When you saw Rock Rakim, you would say, oh, I can't do that. And you couldn't. Yeah. But you would figure out what you could do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... This generation's music is good. The only thing that's really, and it's not on the young people, it's on the artists. Right. One thing I'll never do is run around like an old whippersnapper. (laughs) You young whippersnappers need to. They don't need to do nothing. Yeah. But the difference between my generation and this young generation is our first priority was the audience. Mm-hmm. Our first priority was the audience. We never took the easy way out. You know what I'm saying? Are, so you think their first priority is, is what, like the money, the the fame, the uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. Get your money. The lacking thing in all of that is responsibility. Mm -hmm. You can make a full album about the strip club, but with hip hop it's a little different than other forms of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um, It's almost like our success in hip hop is validating negativity if it brings you success. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be like this. You can make a record about shooting and killing but the very next record on that album or your very next verse should be, but yo, shorty, you don't do that. See, that was the difference. It was, you know, kids now are looking at politicians that they can't connect with. Right. Parents, they can't connect with. um, Educators, they can't connect with. And now peers in their rap music they can't connect with. The thing that was me, when I was 12 years old, 12 to 18 years old, I had keras One on that side telling me something good. Chuck D over there telling me something good. You know, we always mm-hmm. had those seeded elements of responsibility and power. Right. This generation doesn't have that. And what I mean by that, and it's not their fault. It's And it's not the record companies that are in business to sell records. That's why I say it falls back to the artists. You can't put an age number on the artist. We Knew that mm-hmm. if you make a record about a gun, the very next record for these hip hop dudes and yeah. girls, the very next record better be about not having using a gun. You know what I'm saying? Right. The same way you say shoot, kill, you know, this was b word, the hoe word, yeah. and blah blah, 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 that and stuff like that. And we uh, we parted into that. People mm. would think that's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People that was younger than me in our generation was like, yo. When you heard a Run DMC record, or the PE record, or KRS-One record, or even a Tribe Called Quest record, it was always just, it wasn't um, promoted to you, it was just yeah. always a bit of knowledge. Yeah. Because when I said, I'm DMC and a place to be, I go to say, like the same way um, rappers nowadays rhyme about selling drugs and killing, Yeah. But their attitude, I got my non and this and that, and I get more sex than everybody, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's captivating, and this and that. I, did, I step to that mic. I tell kids and kids laugh. I don't want to go to jail because I like my freedom. Yeah, we never thought of it. See, you're just giving them the other thing to think about. Yeah. It's killing and despair in our neighborhood. But you can go to college. I could. But nobody in their generation is telling that college is cool right now. Yeah. Tattoos and women and sex and Molly. That's cool. And a Molly and all yeah. that. stuff. Mm-hmm. What about the guy that don't get hired? You know what I'm saying? So when I said I'm DMC, in a place to be, I go to St. John's University. Since kindergarten, I acquired the knowledge. After 12th grade, I went straight to, I was just rhyming. Dudes on my corner, yo, DMC. You know, and you gotta be cool about it. Yo, you, you went to school? Yeah, not only did I go to school, shorty, I'm straight A student. I went to St. John's University. Some of them dudes said, yo, cause you said that, just for you saying that, it's legit. Stop selling drugs, dropped out the gang, and I went to school. Now mm-hmm. I got a job, and now I'm an educator this now and I, that. It's not about they have to do it, You're Like, I'm 50 years old. You, young whipper. No, yeah. it's not about that. I live my life by example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the thing that made our generation, the thing that makes hip-hop so powerful is we got to get rebellious and address the issues people are afraid
0: to talk about. Mm-hmm.
1: Somebody said all the stuff that, we was in two Gulf Wars. mm mm-hmm. Friends, family, sisters, aunts, uncles dying. None of the rappers are just a war. But in the '60s, Vietnam, yeah. whether you was for it or against it, Bob Dylan is gonna say, "Hold up! Before I sing the fun record y'all mother, oh, before yeah. I sing the fun <laughs> record that y'all love, I'm singing this protest song." Bob Dylan, John Lennon, mm-hmm. um, um, John Fogerty. You know what I'm saying? What happened to the songs from the young people that will transform and deliver us from all the pride? I sound like a preacher in society. Right now, it's all there, and mm-hmm. the potential's there. But people, especially in hip-hop in America, think it's, you're, you're soft if you do good. So DMC is going to change that. Yes, man.
0: we are. Man. 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 <laughs> man, I feel good right, right now. I feel empowered right now. I don't know. Uh, man, song number two on the countdown tonight. Uh, what do we got Mind here? Mom playing tricks on me.
1: Here's a perfect example of how to address the issues in our community of violence and drug dealing without being um, ignorant, and most people go, I ain't ignorant. They think ignorant is not a dis- disrespectful term. I'm mm-hmm. not calling you dummy. I'm not. You're ignorant. You're ignoring the truth. Mm-hmm. This is the way that you get a message across and still be dope. i loving it. I'm loving it. Alright, so you ready
0: for the number one song? You want to do that? Yes, I am. Alright, so uh, it's time for the number one song on the Hot 5 at 9 with the legendary DMC from Run DMC in the place. <laughs> yes. Can I get a round of applause? Uh, for yes! <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, you're gonna be at the Gentlemen's Expo once
1: again. Yes, uh, this is
0: this only on Saturday.
1: You're gonna Saturday, be Saturday. You need to come to see it because um, I perform with a live band. Wow. Rock band. Really? Because I'm the king of rock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, You know, when I said I was the king of rock, I always had these dreams of becoming a rock star, you know. Okay. Now I get my chance to become a rock star. I do all the Run DMC catalog hits with a live band, guitars. I still got a DJ there, DJ Charlie Chan, one of Jay's apprentices, up there doing the JMJ still. JMJ is alive and kicking. The spirit lives through DJ Charlie Chan. But... The cool thing is Walk This Way, the record we about to play next. yeah. Uh, My Adidas, Sucker MCs, here we go, all with Rock Guitars Live. Super dope. Yeah. Super yeah. dope. Can't wait, I can't drums. wait, I can't wait. You, you got to come and see. <laughs> Super,
0: but, but, but Megan wants you to wear glasses. Are you going to wear the glasses?
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Do you wear I the glasses? No. I love I the only glasses. I loves the glasses. On. On. I got contacts
0: <laughs> now. Oh, you never wear them? You never do anymore? Oh,
1: it's like, if if, if, if it's it's, it's, it's got to be like, you know, the, the next time I probably wrote it I, 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 the glasses is when I do the fundraiser to raise funds for the people for the refugees coming from Syria alright alright like all right. it's gotta be an event when you know, oh DMC so you guys Syria? then like whoa! hey DMCs <laughs> with the glasses <laughs> on I mean that's right now and the reason why I don't do it is right now even with my band I want to do a different interpretation of the Run DMC catalog cause I don't want people to think I'm not rapping trying to be DMC running J by myself mm-hmm. When you see that was that. When you come see me, it's me doing those records with a different new presentation. The 2015 feel to it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a little older now, you know, so I don't want to just be rapping. I'm rap rocking now. Mm -hmm. Got you. You know what? You introduced that number one song. Go ahead. So the number one song on the top five countdown is the one and only Run DMC telling you how hard it is. To really make an impact in this business because it's tricky to rock and
0: Yes. <laughs> Shout out DMC in the building. Get a round of applause. Thank you so much. Yes, for talking thank about you. This.
1: Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you. We
0: appreciate it
1: very much. Awesome. That's-